0: There are only two offers being marketed to us. Only two offers from which to choose, and not choosing is not possible. These two offers are exactly 180 degrees out from each other. These offers are presented as journeys, life's journeys, and both are traveled on the same road, Route 7. The journey taken on Route 7 north, obedience to God's word, ends at eternal life in Christ Jesus, in God's new heaven and new earth. The other possible journey on Route 7 is Route 7 South, disobedience to God's word. This route ends at eternal cognizant damnation and hellfire, and then the lake of fire created for the devil and his angels. It shouldn't be such a hard decision, but only a few make the correct one. Two entirely different worlds are encountered on this journey, one wholesome and clean, and the other dirty and ill motivated. A couple of examples men choose follow. Number one, Route 7 North's prohibition concerning alcohol found in Proverbs 23 29 through 35. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine, they that go to seek mixed wine. Look not thou upon the wine, when it is red, when it giveth its color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. At the last it biteth like a serpent, and stingeth like an adder. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, and thine heart shall utter perverse things. Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in the midst of the sea, or is he that lieth upon the top of the mast. They have stricken me, shalt thou say, and I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. When shall I awake? I will seek it yet again. The negative effects one reaps as a result of Route 7 south disobedience include the ruin of alcohol addiction, drunken driving, alcohol-related spousal and child abuse, Alcohol-driven fornication and adultery, job loss, alcohol-related diseases, and divorce and so much more. Now the negative effects one reaps as a result of Route 7 North obedience are none. Number two: Route 7 North's prohibition concerning fornication of all forms, which is all sex outside of the marriage bed, Galatians 5:19 through21. The negative effects one reaps as a result of Route 7 South disobedience include STDs, sexually transmitted diseases like syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, herpes, HIV, AIDS, warts and lesions, cancer in male and female body parts, and many, many more. Abortion of the unwanted consequences, abandoned and unwanted children, pornography use and addiction, adultery, homosexuality, and more. Now the negative effects one reaps as a result of Route 7 North obedience? None. A marvelous and important point is that in the camp of the obedient, God supplies His children with the supernatural alternative to Satan's hurtful lust that fill the believer's life with wonder, joy, and benefits that last forever. God replaces Satan's bondages with life and life more abundantly. There are only two offers being marketed, and each of us may, uh, must choose. Have you yet to be born again? And that means born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God. Today is your opportunity to make the choice that changes everything. Today all your sin and shame will be washed away. Today all of the devil's bondages will be broken, truly, and the bigger the better. Follow me in a simple prompt and you will become a new creature. Old things will pass away, and all will become new. Here comes the prompt. Do it now. Click on the further with Jesus, for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Ezekiel 43, 1-4, through 4, Afterward he brought me to the gate, even the gate that looketh toward the east. And behold, the glory of the God of Israel came from the way of the east. And his voice was like a noise of many waters, and the earth shined with his glory. And it was according to the appearance of the vision which I saw, even according to the vision that I saw, when I came to destroy the city. And the visions were like the vision that I saw by the river Chebar, and I fell upon my face. And the glory of the Lord came into the house by the way of the gate, whose prospect is toward the east. God said Romans nine verse thirty-three: As it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling block and rock of offence; and whosoever believeth on Him shall not be ashamed. God said Colossians one seventeen through nineteen: And He is before all things, and by Him all things consist. And He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Man said, I am not interested in a Christian confession. I love alcohol bondage and warts and lesions. Who wouldn't want that? Now the record. Welcome to God said, Man said, feature one thousand thirty-six that will for the 1,036th time certify the truth of God's holy word found in your authorized King James Version of the Bible. All of these marvelous features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as a platform from which to cast your line for the lost and damned sons and daughters of Adam. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. We are honored by your presence. May your expectations of Christ multiply. Proof of God is displayed in His creation everywhere. Psalms 19, 1 through 3 The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth His handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language, where their voice is not heard everything is imprinted with the prophetic signature of Jesus Christ. This is the will of God. Colossians 1.19, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. All of creation testifies in all categories, spiritually, biologically, geographically, even in the naming of ancient places and things. Hebrews 10.7 is true. Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Ezekiel chapter 43 verses 1 through 4. Afterward he brought me to the gate, even the gate that looketh toward the east, and behold the glory of the God of Israel came from the way of the east, and his voice was like a voice a noise, excuse me, of many waters, and the earth shined with his glory and it was according to the appearance of the vision which I saw, even according to the vision that I saw when I came to destroy the city. And the visions were like the vision that I saw by the river Chebar, and I fell upon my face. And the glory of the Lord came into the house by the way of the gate whose prospect is toward the east. Ezekiel speaks of the eastern gate of the house of God. When the Muslims, under the leadership of Turkish Solomon the Magnificent, rebuilt the ramparts in the wall around Jerusalem from 1535 to 1538 A.D., they also, in 1541, ordered the eastern gate of the city to be bricked up because of passages like Ezekiel 43. They understood that the Jews believed the Christ will enter through the eastern gate. Unfortunately for the Muslims, the bricks will prove insufficient when Christ returns. He will enter through the eastern gate, but there is more to the eastern issue. Even the earth and its solar system have been fashioned to the prophecy of Jesus Christ and to glorify Him. By the Creator's edict, the earth turns on its axis so that the sun always arises and goes forth from the east regardless of one's location. The earth and its sun have been created to prophesy of the true light, Jesus Christ, who will soon make his entrance through that eastern gate. John 8, verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John 1, 8 and 9, He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. The perfect beauty of God's inerrant truth is truly exhilarating. Thousands of years before the academics arrive to dazzle with their latest discoveries, God's Word is already there and there conspicuously. But somehow, those who have taken on the responsibility to school us just can't find it. Their lack of schooling— As in Sunday schooling, concerning the Word of God is nothing short of shocking. They just can't connect the dots, but the children can. Everything is imprinted with the prophetic signature of Jesus Christ, this is the will of God His Father, Colossians 1.19, for it pleased the Father, then in Him should all fullness dwell. Nearly two thousand years before our Lord's crucifixion on Calvary, a prophetic rock, a prophecy rock, known by the ancient Jewish sages as the center of the universe, entered world history. The world-ending battle of Armageddon, where all the nations will gather, will rage around this rock, just one single rock. This rock is the rock of offense, and it is located atop the Jewish Temple Mount, also known as Mount Moriah in Jerusalem. This rock is the very same rock, or Abraham took his son Isaac to sacrifice upon, and from here its prophecy proceeds. The Muslims vociferously contest the Abraham-Isaac account, and one day each year they celebrate the day Abraham took Ishmael to sacrifice upon this rock. But it should be noted that this revision of history promoted by the Muslims— whose religion postdates Jesus Christ by around 600 years, cannot replace the original account of Abraham and Isaac, which happened nearly 2,000 years before Christ's birth. The original account is found in Genesis, written nearly 1,500 years before Jesus Christ. The New Testament also confirms Abraham and Isaac. It was surely Isaac and not Ishmael. Abraham, who is the father of Israel and also known as the father of faith, is an Old Testament shadow of God the Father, and his son Isaac, whom God calls Abraham's only begotten son, Hebrews 11:17), is the prophetic shadow of Jesus Christ, who is God's only begotten son. In the trial of Abraham's faith, God restrains Abraham from sacrificing Isaac and substitutes a ram caught in the thicket a prophetic shadow of the Christ to come. This Christ of glory, by His own volition, would go to Mount Calvary and be the only acceptable sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins for all who will call upon His name. The prophecy rock is deeply embedded in Jesus Christ, the rock of our salvation. Consider the following verses, Matthew 21, 42. Jesus saith unto them, Did ye never read in the Scriptures, the stone which the builders rejected, the same is become the head of the corner? This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes? Robert Strand writes in his book Fascinating Facts About Jesus under the heading The Cornerstone. The Jews tell this story based on a statement made in the Psalms. According to them, When the Temple of Solomon was being built, the masons sent up a stone from the quarry that was different in shape and size from all the others. Looking at it, the builders decided that there was no place for this stone. It must have been a mistake, so they rolled it down the edge of the cliff into the valley of Kidron below the temple area. Time passed. Remember that it took seven years to build this temple also recalled the call that there was to be no sound of pounding or chiseling, it was to be erected in silence. They were ready for the cornerstone to be set in place, and the builders asked the quarry masons to send up the stone, but they were told that it had already been cut and had been sent up to them a long time ago. They searched all around the building site, but no such stone could be found until one workman recalled the incident. It had been rejected and rolled into the valley below. Men were sent into the valley to find it, and when they brought it up, it fit perfectly into place, the headstone of the corner. Psalms 1846, The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and let the God of my salvation be exalted. Romans 9.33, As it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and rock of offense." And whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed, first Peter two six through eight, Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture: Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Deuteronomy 32, 4. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. Deuteronomy thirty two thirty one. For their rock is not as our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. Deuteronomy 32.18. Of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful, and hast forgotten God that formed thee. Deuteronomy 32.15. But Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxed fat. Thou art grown thick. Thou art covered with fatness. And he forsook God which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. The world-ending battle of Armageddon will rage around this rock, the rock of offense. A Time magazine reporter once called the Temple Mount the most volatile 35 acres on earth, and it's getting ready to explode. Jesus Christ, the rock of ages, will settle the score here. Everything is imprinted with the prophetic signature of Jesus Christ. This is the will of God, his Father. Colossians 1 For it pleased the Father that in him should, that in him should all fullness dwell. Our very molecular structural organization prophesies of Jesus Christ. It's called laminin. It is in itself an inert substance. Think of it as scaffolding, by which all living organisms are held together. Laminin is a prophetic structure. The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature, The Cross and Laminin. A brother in the Lord forwarded an email to God Said Man Said concerning a sermon by Louis Giglio which addressed laminin, a protein central to life and its association with Jesus Christ. Surely the master of detail shows his hand. Concerning laminin, Wikipedia reports the following, Laminins are major proteins in the basal lamina, one of the layers of the basement membrane, a protein network foundation for most cells and organs. The laminins are an important and biologically active part of the basal lamina, influencing cell differentiation, migration, adhesion, as well as phenotype and survival. Laminins are trimeric proteins that contain uh, an A-chain, a B-chain, and a Y-chain found in 5, 4, and 3 genetic variants, respectively. The laminin molecules are named according to their chain composition. Thus, laminin 511 contains A5, B1, and Y1 chains. Fourteen other chain combinations have been identified in vivo. The trimeric proteins intersect to form a cross-like structure that can bind other cell membranes and extracellular matrix molecules. The three shorter arms are particularly good at binding to other laminin molecules, which allows them to form sheets. The long arm is capable of binding to cells, which helps anchor organized tissue cells to the membrane. The laminins are a family of glycoproteins that are an integral part of the structural scaffolding in almost every tissue of an organism. They are secreted and incorporated into cell-associated extracellular matrices. Laminin is vital for the maintenance and survival of tissues. Laminins form independent networks and are associated with type 4 collagen networks via antixin, fibronectin, and perlican. They also bind to cell members through integrin receptors and other plasma membrane molecules such as the dystroglycan. Uh, glycoprotein complex, and Lutheran blood group glycoprotein. Through these interactions, laminins critically contribute to cell attachment and differentiation, cell shape and movement, maintenance of tissue phenotype, and promotion of tissue survival. To recap, laminin influences cell differentiation, influences cell migration, influences phenotype and survival, is the scaffolding in almost every tissue of an organism, and laminism is that which holds life together. The following is a picture of laminin. Coincidence, do you think? Colossians 1.17, And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Noah Webster defines consist to stand together to be in a fixed or permanent state as a body composed of parts in union or connection, hence to be supported and maintained. Surely God knows the end from the beginning. Jesus Christ is the center of our molecular structure. A few beautiful verse, verses excuse me, about the cross of Christ follow. Colossians 1, verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of His cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Ephesians 2:13 through 16 But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby." End of quotes. The cross of Christ not only holds the entire physical body together, It also holds the entire body of Christ together. Everything hangs upon the cross. Another paragraph from Fascinating Facts About Jesus. There are approximately 250 biblical prophecies about the birth and life of Jesus Christ, which were written before He was born. The mathematical odds against this many events being fulfilled in a single person have been calculated to be about... One chance in one with a whole bunch of zeros following it. Awesome! If you didn't take the time to count them, these odds are one out of one followed by 90 zeros. End of quote. Now add in the untold number of prophetic signature prophecies to a statistical impossibility, and the results are beyond the human lexicon. Everything is imprinted with the prophetic signature of Jesus Christ. This is the will of God His Father, and through Christ's precious blood, our Father too. Colossians 1, verse 19, For it pleased the Father that in Him should all fullness dwell. God said, Ezekiel 43, 1-4, Afterward He brought me to the gate, even the gate that looketh toward the east. And behold, the glory of the God of Israel came from the way of the east, and his voice was like a noise of many waters, and the earth shined with his glory. And it was according to the appearance of the vision which I saw, even according to the vision that I saw, when I came to destroy the city. And the visions were like the vision that I saw by the river Chebar, and I fell upon my face. And the glory of the Lord came into the house by the way of the gate, whose prospect is toward the east. God said, Romans 9.33, As it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. God said, Colossians 1.17-19, And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Man said, I am not interested in the Christian confession. I love alcohol bondage and warts and lesions. Who wouldn't want that? (laughs) Now you have the record.